The first two Prokim of Masechus Shavias discuss what is known as Tisefes Shavias, which is the period before Shemitah, so it's the last part of the sixth year, in which it's forbidden to plough the field, which would prepare it for the seventh year. Since it's forbidden to, to plant things in the seventh year, so ploughing at the end of the sixth year is preparing for the seventh year, so it's also forbidden. Now the cut-off point after which it's forbidden to plough so for trees, it's until Shavuos. Past Shavuos, it's considered preparing for the seventh year. It no longer benefits the, the trees which have been planted already. And we'll see at the beginning of the next Perek what the cutoff point is for other plants. Now we saw a distinction between a field of trees and a few individual trees. If there's a whole field of trees which we defined as three trees per base Sa'ar, so then you'd be able to plow that entire base Sa'ar, that entire area of a base Sa'ar, up until Shavuos. But if there are less than three trees per base are, then you could only plough immediately around the tree, and the rest of that field will not view as a tree field. So the Mishnah says, What happens if there are three trees in an area of a base are, but each tree belongs to another person? There are three trees which are owned by three different people. So even though in general this would be considered like three different fields, in this case, Harry limits Torfin, they do combine, and we view it all as one field. The reason being that if there are this many trees in an area of a base Sa'ar, then the ploughing in the base Sa'ar will benefit the trees. And therefore, the Choshin Kol Beis Sa'ar you would be allowed to plough the entire base Sa'ar on their behalf, since it does benefit them, and you could do that up to Shavuos. Now, the Mishnah asks a general question on the law that if there are three trees in a base Sa'ar, then you can plough the entire base Sa'ar. So the Mishnah asks, How much space must there be in between each tree, what is the minimum space in between each one? Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel says, There's got to be enough of a distance in between each tree that a pair of animals can pass in between them with their utensils which they use for ploughing. So with their yoke and their ploughing tools. And this distance is a distance of four amas. But if there's less than four amas in between each tree, then they can't grow properly. There aren't enough nutrients for all of them to grow, and that's not the way that they're normally planted, and therefore really these trees are ready to be uprooted and planted elsewhere. But if that's the case, then ploughing around them will not benefit them, because they're going to be uprooted anyway. And therefore you would not be able to plough at all, even right next to the trees. Rather, the cut-off point for these trees would be the same as for other plants, and as we'll, we will see at the beginning of the next parak, that's from Pesach which is earlier than Shavuos, so you must stop ploughing around these trees already from Pesach, because they're going to be uprooted, so ploughing around them will not benefit them. Mission of until now we've been discussing mature-grown trees, and if there are three of these mature trees within an area of a base R, then you're allowed to plough that entire area of a base R up until Shavuos. The last three Mishnahs of this parak discuss Nteis, which are immature trees, which have very recently been planted. And because of this, there are two crucial differences with regards to ploughing it on Ere Shavias, the year before Shavias. The first difference is that since they're new, they're quite fragile and they can very easily dry out if the area around them is not ploughed. When you plough the ground near to trees, it causes the rain to go deeper into the ground and stay there for longer. And because new trees require more water, it's permitted to plough a field of young trees all the way until Rosh Hashanah, so the entire sixth year. And this is Halach Sinai, that there is no Tosefes Shavias for a field of young trees. And the reason is because you're not ploughing for the sake of the seventh year, you're ploughing for the sake of the trees in the sixth year, to keep them alive. 
that's difference number one. Difference number two, and in this regard, young trees are more stringent than older mature trees, and that is that whereas when it comes to mature trees, if there are three trees in a base, or then it's considered a field, when it comes to young trees, there needs to be eser in a tios mefuzoros mefuzoros base r, ten young trees which are spread out throughout the base r, and again, each one needs to be distanced by at least four amas, and only if there are ten of them, choshin kol base r bishvilon, ad Rosh Hashanah, you'd be able to plow the entire base r on their behalf until Rosh Hashanah, until the beginning of the seventh year. And the reason for this is because since they are young trees, they don't require as many nutrients. So if there are only three trees, let's say, in a base Sa'ar, they're not going to be deriving nutrients and water from the entire area of a base Sa'ar. So if they're less than ten, then you'd only be able to plough immediately around each tree, but again, that would be able to be done until Rosh Hashanah. However, says the Mishnah, if they're made as a wall, meaning that all of the trees are planted in one row, and they weren't spread out across the whole base Sa'ar, they were concentrated in one area, or if Umukofus Atara, if they were surrounded by a fence, or others understand this to be that they were set out in a semicircle. The point is, they're not all over the base Sa'ar, which means that even if they would draw nutrients from the entire base Sa'ar, if you start ploughing the area where the trees are not there, it doesn't look like you're ploughing it for the sake of the trees. It looks like you're just ploughing an empty field, in which case you'd be doing it for the seventh year. So there is Maris Ha'ayin, which means it looks like you're doing an Avera. It looks like you're ploughing for the sake of the seventh year, and therefore in Choshim al-Hemel you'd only be able to plough the area which is for the need of the trees, which as we saw a few Mishnahis ago, is the area which the gatherer of produce and his basket take up. Mishnah Zion, there's a particular plant which we came across many times in Maseches Kilayim, Deluim, gourds, and the unique characteristic of gourd is that it grows a lot, more than most other plants, and because of that it also requires lots of water. And so according to the Tanakhama, the first opinion of our Mishnah, and a Tiyosvahadaluim, young trees and gourd plants, Mitzvah combine within an area of a base Sa'ar, which means that if there aren't ten young trees, but if you count the gourd plants which are planted there, then there are ten altogether, if you combine both the gourd and the trees, then you'd be able to plant to plough that entire base Sa'ar up until Rosh Hashanah. However, the majority of the ten trees does need to still be the young trees, according to the Tanakhama. Now, Mishim ben Gamliel, Gamliel takes this a step further, and he says that good plants actually have the same status as young trees. So, kol asara delom any time where there are ten gourds planted within a base Sa'ar, even without any young trees, choshin kol base you would be able to plow that entire base Sa'ar up until Rosh Hashanah. And this, once again, is because the ploughing does benefit the gourd, since the gourd grows a lot and therefore requires lots of water. Up until when are trees considered young trees, such that only if there were ten of them in a base all would you be able to plough it until Rosh Hashanah? So we have a three-way machlekes over here. According to Rebilozman Azariah Oimer, Rebilozman Azariah says, it's until they become chulin. Chulin refers to regular produce, which doesn't have sanctity to it, and therefore can be eaten by anybody. And the halacha is that for the first three years of a fruit tree, the tree is considered ola, and it's forbidden to eat the fruit which grew in the, th- in the first three years. Now in the fourth year, that tree is considered netaravoi, which means that the fruit which grow in the fourth year have sanctity, they are considered holy fruit, and the halacha is that those fruit can only be eaten in Yerushalayim. So either the owner could bring up all the fruit to Yerushalayim, or, and the following was more common, he could redeem the fruit onto money, 
and take the value of the fruit in money to Yerushalayim, and then spend that money in Yerushalayim on fruit and eat fruit in Yerushalayim. So really, only fruit which grow in the fifth year and onwards of a tree's lifetime, only those fruit would be considered chulin, regular produce which does not have sanctity and can be eaten by anybody. So when Rabbi Lozman Azariah says that a tree is no longer considered young from the point that it becomes chulin, that refers to a tree which is at least in its fifth year. The truth is, if somebody picks the fruit already in the fourth year and redeems those fruit onto money, so now the money has the sanctity and the fruit are now considered chulin as well. So if he does redeem the fruit in the fourth year, then already from the fourth year it will be considered chulin and therefore it will be considered a mature tree. By picking off the fruit, he's showing that he considers this tree to be mature. And therefore, according to Benazaria, a tree is only considered young until the fourth year if he picks the fruit and redeems them. And if he doesn't do that, then already from the fifth year, the tree is no longer considered young. However, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says that it's considered a young tree until Bas Shevashonim, until it's seven years old. And the truth is, Rabbi Yeshua is not referring to all trees, he's only referring to olive trees. And Rabbi Yeshua only argues on three trees. He argues on olive trees, and he holds that that's until seven years. But he also holds that when it comes to fig trees, they're considered young until six years. And when it comes to vines, they're considered young until five years. The point of Rabbi Yeshua is that for certain significant trees, which grow for many more years, so they are only considered mature at a later stage. And the third opinion is Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva Omer. Rabbi Akiva says, Kishma. It's considered a young tree according to its name. Meaning, as long as people refer to this tree as a natiyah, as a young tree, so it's considered a young tree. As soon as people stop calling it that and they just start calling it a tree, so then it's clear that it's no longer considered young, rather it is mature, and the laws of a mature tree would apply to it. Ends off the perek. Elon shenigma. Tree which is chopped, so you're left with just a stump at the bottom. And then the hoitzi khalifin, branches started emerging and coming out of this stump. So what is the status of these branches? On the one hand, these branches are certainly new. On the other hand, they're coming out of a tree which has been planted for many years. So the answer is, it depends how much of a tree there is left there. If the stump is less than a tefach tall, so then there's barely any of the original tree there. So we consider these branches to be a new entity in and of themselves. And therefore, can a tear, they would be considered like young trees. Like young branches, but if the stump is a tefach or higher, then it's still got significance. So anything which comes out of there, ke'ilon, would be considered like a tree, a mature tree. Divrebishim, that is the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. And of course, the implication of those would be whether you need three trees in order to plant up until Shavuos, or whether you need ten trees in order to plant up until Rosh Hashanah.